Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Let's Talk About Comedy. And boy is it a good one. This week I interviewed Jamie Shellam. Now I met him, as I've discussed in whatever promo I've done for this podcast, I met him doing ultra comedy. We had 10 weeks of free comedy lessons before a big comedy show at the end. Now Jamie was always one of those people who when he turned up he was brilliant and I was always a little bit jealous that it came so easily to him. We had a really lovely chat about work-life balance and just, it's lovely. Listen in, here we go. Where are you in your current comedy journey? Uh, I'm, at the moment, I'm about doing 10 minutes at the moment, which is, but I'm still like open mic and just doing as much as I can. So it's just a lot of late nights for me at the moment. <laughs> a lot of late nights <laughs> and then going to work at six o'clock in the morning, so. Oh but, my gosh, I don't know how you do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know anyone, but no, everyone always makes that comment. They're like, hey, would you, what time did you get to bed? I'm like two o'clock in the morning. And I was in Edinburgh and had to travel back. So, so you, you stay in Glasgow, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, I moved there four months ago. So. Oh wow, quite new then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I moved just after Chris after Christmas. Oh, okay. Um, and you do comedy in both Glasgow and Edinburgh, so you travel quite a lot for it. Uh, I try to reduce my time in Edinburgh now as much as I can, just because of the travel. For the first like month month I moved here, I was going to Edinburgh quite a lot. But then I was realised it was costing me a bomb in travelling, trains and that. And as much as I love it, I don't know. Once I was spending like two, three hundred pound a month on travel, and then obviously on the go, I'll be there. It's an expensive habit. I should have just played golf instead. It'd been cheaper. <laughs> Golf's expensive too. Oh, but, <laughs> oh, oh, I, to... but I could have had a monthly <laughs> pass at a golf course cheaper than what I'm paying at the moment. <laughs> no don't think like that no <laughs> don't we can't do that to ourselves <laughs> so in terms of why you two why why did you take up comedy what interested you in it uh, I've always wanted to do it I, I was actually wanting to do it before lockdown and I, I went to a few open mics I remember like just checking it out because there was a little sign up thing and I was just like looked at it and I was just like oh no I'm not going to do that <laughs> so and I've always I've been writing for years and I've just always wanted to do it and I just need that little push just to actually get me started. And now I can't I think, stop. Now. Yeah, that's the thing. You get the bug, you can't yeah. stop. <laughs> it's that feeling yeah. on stage. I think we're all in quite a similar position when we we joined Ultra Comedy, which yeah was fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And so where, you say you've been writing for a long time, where does that come from for you? Do you, do you just pick up on stuff from everyday life? Um, it's boredom more than anything. I just, like, I've, I've stopped, I used to, like, be listening to music, concert earphones, and I found since my earphones died that one day, I'll sit on the bus and I can think about stuff because I've got, my mind just travels to, like, weird places when I'm bored. So, like, the more bored I am, the better stuff comes out, tends to be. So I just put yeah. my, like, it's only, like, car, like, if we go on long car journeys, it's just stuff where I just don't have to think. And even now with work, like, I don't really have to think about work anymore because it's, it's, like, second nature. So I can just think about other stuff. But it's mostly, <laughs> it's mostly, mostly like, hear that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, mostly, it's mostly, like, my, my girlfriend says a lot of dumb stuff. 
And like, even though she's the most intelligent person ever and she's got a master's degree, like she comes out with the most ridiculous stuff that just like creases me. <laughs> I think, you know, when it comes to comedy, the only thing you can do is take from, from your, your own life, really. Yeah. You know, it's like they say, write about what you know. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and what you know is, is your girlfriend <laughs> saying that silly stuff every day. Completely relate to that. <laughs> but then it's like, um, obviously I've got all my stories from my hometown and stuff like that. And I've got tons of stories that I know I can use and try and, but it's just making these stories funny at the same time. So I tend just to like think about one story for like maybe weeks at a time. Where I'm just it's just going in my head thinking of like how like I'll picture myself like being on stage and how I'd say it and stuff like that, and then try and make it work. But some some do, some don't. But keep do you practice active. in the mirror? No, I can't. I did do that when I first started, <laughs> and I, I I told her I had to leave I had to tell her to leave the house because I felt embarrassed. I was just like, you need to go out the house because I need to talk to myself. I'm gonna like, you know, I did used to do that at the start, but I don't do it anymore. <laughs> I I definitely still do it. I'm not quite <laughs> at the stage of not doing it yet. Um, I think um I do I do like before the set I do like sometimes just like back like kind of pace back and forth and just like just like quietly talk to myself. But that's what it's most as preparation I do. I suppose as you do more and more open mics, it becomes much more natural, and you get you get your tight five minutes. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now it's, or now do you say you're up to minutes. ten minutes now? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm doing ten minutes now, so that that was a big step. Where like I think I got offered like a ten spot, and I was doing about eight minutes, but then I started doing um. There's one called Buzzword Bingo, and it's basically like bingo but for comedy, and that's a ten minute set that you have to do because where uh, like. You'll, you'll, they'll have like a bingo card with like, I'll end it on this. And it's just stuff that comedians would say. And you have to do 10 minutes because obviously it makes it fair for people to cross as much off on their bingo card. So since I've been that doing that. That's fun, actually. Yeah, so it's good. They do, they do one in Junkyard and uh, Hamilton and Amosfist in Glasgow. I've done two so far, but it just gives you that more material, gives you more time to try out new stuff when, you do, when you've got 10 minutes. Oh, definitely. Mm. Yeah, when you've got five minutes, you've got to put like more punchlines in. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas ten minutes, you can sort of turn it into more of a narrative, I guess. Yeah, I think it's not... I try and group a lot of it together, but it's sort of at the same time, like it gets to like eight minutes, I look at my watch and I'm like, oh God, I've still got two minutes left. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, I've, I've said everything, I think. <laughs> Everything you could, yeah, everything you need to say. So, is comedy solely a hobby for you? Or would you like it to be a career? Oh, I would love to be a career, but I'm I'm a very um, I wouldn't I say realist. I, I know it's only a very small percentage of people even get to that point where it's actual full time. Well, I know a lot of people that still work part time jobs, but they're still quite big in the comedy scene. So mm. you're like, um. I'm gonna keep it my expectations quite low, and then at least then I won't get disappointed. Yeah, I think that's probably wise because <laughs> I'm yeah. the same. So many people I know who are so talented and they're doing comedy every night, but then they need to have a job on the side. It just doesn't pay, <laughs> and there's yeah. so much competition as well. 
Yeah, I think it's about like you you'll have to travel everywhere to if you wanted to really do like tour and go to London and Liverpool, Manchester. Mm. And like I, like I went to Liverpool to do that hot water comedy club and that was like brilliant because it was like the Monday night and it was like 120 people there. Oh wow. Yeah. That's a good audience. Yeah, we had to had to queue up for like an hour and a half beforehand there, so because it was an open mic and there's only like 10, 10 or 12 spots or something like that. And we, I got there at half four for a six o'clock sign up and there was still, there's already like four or five people there. Wow. So yeah, you have to get there <laughs> early and queue up, but it is really good still. It's worth doing. Oh no, absolutely. I, I imagine it was a really good one. Do you think that doing comedy in other cities do you find that easier or harder than doing it in Glasgow? It, it was, I had to reword a lot of my stuff because I kind of directed for me being English in Scotland. And I, when I was in Liverpool, I was like, I am English and they're English. Well, they're scouts, so they also they never said they're English. But um, still, <laughs> it was like I had, to, I had to reword quite a lot of my stuff, which was it felt weird saying it that way. Because I'm so used to directing just, like, English jokes to Scottish people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big contrast. Big contrast. Yeah. So, do you have any comedy influences? Who's Who do you watch? I watch absolutely tons of comedy, like, all the time. Like, re-watch old specials. And, like, I started, like, with um, probably, like, Tom Stade. It was probably one of the mm. first ones of like watching it, watching him on live at the Apollo when I was young, because he made like a joke about Wolverhampton, which was like close to where I lived, where, where I was from. And then there was like Rich Hall, and that's which Rich Hall's like a Canadian. Um, I think he's Canadian as well, and he made this yep. Tom Cruise Tom Cruise joke about all his movies being exactly the same, and it was like one I like died of laughter when I first saw it. It was like one of my favourite bits, but now since then it's like I saw Tom Segura last week at the Hydro. I went to London to see John Mulaney. Mm. Uh and then I'm just like and obviously during the for the fringe I'll be I'll be in Edinburgh for like a week and I'll be seeing like absolute tons of shows because I'm just obsessed with comedy all the time. I'm really looking forward to the fringe. <laughs> and I suppose with open mics you see a lot of people who aren't known as well. Yeah. So yeah, you are watching bit, bit. comedy literally every time you're doing comedy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's not a bad hobby when you, you get to laugh for a hobby. Like you're never, you're never <laughs> going to have... So you're never gonna, yeah, you're, ne you're never going to have really a bad night if you get to an open mic night because it's always going to be fun. It's oh, just, no, um, absolutely. But yeah, the fringe, I, I've got like a week off, so I'll, be, I'll probably be travelling in early trading but quite early in the morning and just, just stay there all day until night time and just try and pick up as many spots as I can. There'll be plenty going. Yeah, I've got a few already lined up, so I'm on about three or four. But I'm just going to try and, for that week, I'm just going to try and get as many as I can until, until so, I'm so sick of all my jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I don't want to speak ever again. Yeah. <laughs> So you said that you do your late night comedy sets and then get up at six in the morning. How do you balance that with also, because you said you have a girlfriend, with a relationship as well? <laughs> I don't have a lot of time to myself, really. Like, um, I tend to 
well, she's made me use a calendar, so she like sees what I've, what gigs I've got on that week. And then we, we tend to have like one or two days where we just go out for like walks or lock, lock, lock Lomond and that. But works at works on a back burner. I don't really care much about my work anymore, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is quite, it's quite bad. Where like it's just a job for me now. It's just like used to, when I was in Edinburgh, I used to be like doing fifty hours, and now I'm just like two o'clock comes, I'm out. See you later. It's just it's just a job for me now. It's like become second. It's come third best. At like the best now. <laughs> You're working to live, and that's fantastic. That's what we should all do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not live to oh, work. Was, yeah, that's what it was for a look for such a long time. But since I moved here, it's just not the same. So I worked with tons of people for the good amount of year. So I had good friends and that. And now that I've, it's just like mostly work colleagues that I work with now, and my my only kind of friends or well, people that I go out with are all like just the comedy people that in Glasgow now. I don't really do much else. I don't have time for much else to be fair. Well, thank you for finding time for me today. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh no, I was off today, so. <laughs> no, that worked out well. Um, do you have anything coming up? Anything coming up where I can come see you? Um, let's have a look at my calendar. I'm doing Peckham's um, on the Sunday, but that's, that's a ticketed event and it's mm. you get a free like, spot, you get a free ticket if you get to the open mic afterwards. Uh, I'm, I'm in Edinburgh for the 22nd of May for Dropkick, Mur uh, Dropkick Murphys. Oh, good. Nice one. And then I'm in Motherwell on the 3rd of June. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just touring Scotland at the moment. <laughs> well, at least you're getting to see some of Scotland as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in Hamilton. I never even knew Hamilton was a place until the other day. No, I did a gig oh, there. Really? <laughs> no, I, I heard of it, but I, I didn't know anything about it. And I, was, I still don't know. I just went to the, the bar and, and did like 10 minutes there and then went home. <laughs> um, well, listen... This, that's everything for me, by the way. You've yeah. done really good. <laughs> um, thank <laughs> you for that. Um, I'm probably going to get this out tomorrow, by the way. Yeah. I'm quite quick. Um, and I'll I'll sort of put in some of the bits that you're doing that you just said there. Yeah. And hopefully I can direct people to you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you for giving up some time for me today. Oh, no, I've got nothing I'm on sure today. I'll see it's you fine. soon. <laughs> If you've made it this far in the podcast, thank you so much for listening. The next episode will be another comedian that I met during Ultra Comedy. Please tune in. Please listen. These are wonderful people. Thank you so much to Jamie for being part of the episode. You were a fantastic guest. I think you have some very, very big things ahead of you. <laughs>